Hello, this is Bishop Joe Grice, and I am the lead pastor of the Dillon Church of God. I want to thank you for joining us on the Dillon Church of God podcast. Our goal is to bring you biblical, Christ-centered content that will inspire and uplift you and assist you in your walk with the Lord. We hope you will enjoy this week's podcast, and God bless. Grab your Bibles, if you will, turn with me to Psalm 121. I want to preach a sermon I entitled, Look Up in Expectation. Thanksgiving is always a wonderful time. It was a great time for me this year. My parents are getting on up in age and not as spry as they once were. My mom was not able to get up and walk around like she could before and She's nearing 90 years old, and I've been dealing with deaths all week. And I just wanted to thank God that I still had my parents to go celebrate with. But at the same time, my heart went out because I understood and knew that there were many today, that day, that could not celebrate with those loved ones. Their hearts were broken. They were lonely, and in some cases depressed. But I want to remind you to look up in the expectation, expecting God to comfort you, to help you, and to strengthen you. Begin with verse 1. It says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help, my help coming from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall not slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. And he shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Look up in expectation. Heavenly Father, we love you. We adore you. We thank you. We praise you. We stand in awe of your glory. Lord, forgive us for the times that you were not, you, you did not witness our faithfulness to you. We were not faithful in our worship. We were not faithful in our thanksgiving. We were not faithful in our service. We were not faithful in living holy. But all our lives, you have been faithful. And all our lives, you have been so, so good to us. Lord, we can look up expecting our help to come because you will never forsake us. Lord, I pray for help today. I pray for courage today. I pray for strength today. I pray, to Lord, that you would just allow each and every person here to feel your glory, to feel your presence, to know that you are never far away, that you are always with us, especially in times of need. 
Lord, we bless you and we praise you. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and soon coming King. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Now, as I told you last week, as we come into the house of the Lord, we should come in with a spirit of thanksgiving and praise. When you come to the house of the Lord, you are to come with praise upon your spirit and your mind. I came to lift up the name of Jesus. I came to glorify him. I came to pour out my praise as a sacrifice. Amen? We are to come into his house with thanksgiving. Now, we all have suffered some this week, and some have suffered much. But everyone has been blessed by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, give the Lord a hand clap of praise right there. The first thing I want to encourage you with today is this. Today and every day, look up and acknowledge God. No matter what you're facing, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you have endured, and no matter what you have to endure, look up. Look up and acknowledge God. God is real. God is for me and not against me. Oh, hallelujah. God loves me. His favor rests upon me. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help, my help coming from the Lord. Acknowledge his existence and his mercy. Because there is a God, there is hope. I don't understand how anybody makes it who has no faith in God. I don't know how people make it through some of the things they had to face without God and that relationship with God. I, I'm here today and got my right mind because of God. Amen. I've been through so much in my lifetime, it would have it destroyed me if it were not for God. Thank God that he exists, and thank God that I have him as my Lord and Savior. Thank the Lord for my relationship with God. I can trust in him and believe that he's going to be there. Listen, because of God, God Jehovah, because he is merciful, and because we have opportunity to serve him, we need to rejoice. We need to understand that he is real, and he loves us, and we can serve him. God didn't have to bring us salvation. But because of his mercy, he did. Right? Because, because we read in 1 John 4, 19, we love him because he first loved us. Even when we were in our sins, he loved us. Even when we were in filth, he loved us. Even when we were in rebellion against his spirit and against all that he holds holy, he loved us. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, somebody say whosoever. That's me. <laughs> Glory. I don't care about your judgmental calls. That's me. I don't care how you judge people. That's me. Whosoever, the drunk, the alcoholic, the drug addict, the homosexual, the person committing adultery, whosoever. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for whosoever is in the book. Believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. See, when you have accepted God as your God, you become his child and his responsibility. Hmm? You become his child and his responsibility. 
I've had people say, I can't wait till my children get 18 so they can get out of my house and I can get my life back and I don't have to. No, 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 no. <laughs> you fooling yourself. As long as they're breath in their body, they're your responsibility. Oh, not around my house. You fool yourself if you want to. You might not know, but mama's writing checks. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that I have a heavenly father who watches over me and that I can expect help when I'm in need. I can expect it. I don't have to sit around and wait. I expect help to come. Too many people wait until uh, devastation happens before they begin to look for God. When things happen, then they begin to say, if there's a God, I need his help. No, 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 there is a God. But you shouldn't wait till devastation takes place. You need to have a relationship with him now before it takes place. You need to know that he's there and that he loves you and that he offers free salvation to you. When trouble comes, I don't have to go looking for a God. I know God. I know God. I don't have to go looking for him for help because I know God. He's already here and my help cometh from the Lord. My help cometh. Anybody ever experienced God's help? Anybody ever experienced God's help? Has anybody ever experienced God's help? God helps me when I am weak, when I'm torn, when I don't know what to do. So I asked you this morning, do you know him? Have you acknowledged his existence? Have you surrendered your life to his lordship? Have you accepted his offer of mercy and salvation? Do you have a personal relationship with him through Jesus Christ, his son? These are questions you must answer. Is he your God or not? Because if he's your God, you can expect, anticipate help coming when you need it. You can always look for it. You don't have to sit there and wring your hands and say, I hope God helps me. God always helps me. He will never forsake me. If he's truly your God, no matter what you are facing this morning, look up in expectation, expecting your help to come. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 reads this way. Trust in the Lord all thine heart and lean not to thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Acknowledge his love, his power, his ability this morning. Remember and acknowledge his faithfulness. I don't have to hope for help. I expect help. I don't have to hope for wisdom. I expect wisdom. I don't have to hope that he'll be there for me to help me pay my bills. I expect him to be there for me and help me pay my bills. I expect him to keep his hands upon my family. I expect him to help us through each and every situation that we have to go through. Listen, my faith is in God and I shall not be moved. I'm trying to help you this morning. My faith is in God and I shall not be moved. Paul says, none of these things move me. All the persecution and everything he's going through, all the battles, all the trials, all the, everything, none of these things move me. My faith is in God, and I shall not be moved. My hope is in God, and I shall not be moved. Oh, hallelujah. 
He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. Psalm 16, 8 through 9 says this. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. Are you resting in hope? Are you tormented by the unknowns? Are you resting in his peace? Or are you tormented by everything you see? See, if we will only keep the Lord God before us, our Lord God before us, we will find rest and peace. My question is, what is it that we keep before us? Are we keeping God and his word before us? His praise? Are we keeping his faithfulness before us? Or is it this world and the entertainment and the enticement of this world? What is it that we keep before us? See, if we'll keep God before us, huh, we can rest in peace. We can rest in hope. Well, Pastor, what does that mean to keep God before you? I'm standing before you today, right? I'm standing before you. That's what it is. You keep God in front of you. You keep God in your eyes. You keep God in your heart. You keep God in your ears. You keep God, oh, hallelujah, in your spirit. Is there room for God in our spirits anymore? Are we filling ourselves up from the trough of this world? Do you still read your Bible? Do you still pray? Do you still listen to praise and worship? Do you still get lost in his word? Are you still putting God before you? Because I promise you, if you're not putting God before you and keeping God before you, you won't have the peace that this word tells us that we can have. You will be troubled. You will be concerned. You will be heartbroken. You, you will go through all these emotions and you will feel lonely and you will feel without any hope whatsoever. But if you will keep God before you, you can have hope. Psalm 46 and 1 says, God is our refuge, a very present help in trouble. Oh, hallelujah. It's our faith in God that keeps us from falling apart during trying times. Amen. It's your faith in God that will keep you, hold it, help you hold it together. He is our safe place in uncertainty, our strength in weakness, and a very present help in trouble. Let me read that again in case you missed it. He is our safe place in uncertainty, our strength in weakness, and our very present help in trouble. He is the rock that I run to. He is my refuge from the storms. He is the one that I run to, that I get my hope from, that I get my strength from, that I get my courage from. It's from God and God only. See, when you get that from a man, a man will let you down. Men might not be able to get to you. Right? There's comfort in feeling the love of a brother or a sister in Christ. There's comfort in feeling the embrace of a spouse from a mother, from a father. But there are times when they cannot get to you. There are times when they're standing in the same room with you. But because of your emotional distress, they just can't get to you. Have you ever been lonely in a full house? 
Have you ever felt alone and full of discouragement when you're surrounded by people who love you but can't get to you? There's nowhere you can go that God can't reach you. He is our strength. He will help us. It's my faith and his faithfulness and spending time in his presence that gives me strength and courage. It is my faith in his faithfulness. See, we forget that sometimes. I think that's why that song hit my spirit so hard this week. Because all my life, he has been faithful. I tend to forget those things when I come out. When I come out of the storm, I forget that he helped me through that storm. When I come out on the other side, when I come out of the valley and get on the mountaintop, I, mountaintop, I, seem, I seem to forget the faithfulness of God. I get discouraged and start listening to the enemy more and I listen to God. I forget how faithful He's been, has God been faithful to anybody? Has God been faithful to anybody? Give me some praise. I will always set the Lord before me. Hallelujah. Listen, Psalm 121 from our text reads this way, verse 7. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. He's going to preserve you. He's going to keep you. Listen, that word preserve here, it means to keep safe from injury, harm, or destruction, to protect, to keep alive, intact, or free from decay, to maintain, to keep or to save from corruption, to prepare for future use. Oh, hallelujah. To keep up and to reserve for personal or special Use. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to be praising God. Somebody ought to be praising God. Somebody ought to be praising God for all the times he has preserved you. For all the times he has kept you. <laughs> the attack of the enemy should have killed me. But my God preserved me. He kept me. I would have lost my mind, but God kept me. I would fall, falling apart, falling to pieces, mush in the floor. But my God kept me. The devil would love to take me and send me to hell. But my God has always preserved me, and my God will always preserve me. All my life, he has been faithful. All my life, he has been so, so good to me. Oh, hallelujah. Woo, glory. Ephesians 4.30 says, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed until the day of redemption. Oh, glory. Lord, help me not to grieve your Holy Spirit. Help me not to grieve your Holy Spirit with my worry and my doubt and my fear. Today and every day, let me declare with David, 
In Psalm 56 and 3, what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. Oh, hallelujah. What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. When my heart is broken, I will trust in thee. When I don't understand, I will trust in thee. When all hell ascends me, I will trust in thee. When my body is wrecked with pain and agony, I will trust in thee. When the doctor gives me a bad report, I will trust in thee. Because all my life, all my life, he has been faithful. I just want to remind you, no matter what you're facing, whether it's fear and worry or personal failure, I will look into the hills for whence comes my help, for my help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Glory. Thanks again for tuning in to the Dillon Church of God podcast. To keep up with episodes and updates, please consider subscribing. And don't forget to share our podcast with others. Along with this weekly podcast, we stream our content to multiple social media platforms to further our online outreach ministry. The link to those can be found listed on each podcast. We also want to invite you to be with us on Sundays for our 1045 worship service. Remember, if you don't have a church home, welcome home.